Hello everyone, hopefully you're having and or had a good day today. If this is your first time listening, my name is Drew Joyner. I am the host of Beyond the Garment with me, your boy, your host, Drew Joyner. And today's episode is going to be all about 25 things I learned at the age of 25. Today, Friday, September 23rd, if you're listening to the episode or the podcast on that day, Today is my birthday. I officially turned 25, a quarter of a century old. It's kind of a milestone for anyone. I don't know. I I think it's a milestone for sure. Like when you turn 25, it's a pretty significant number. I'm smack dab in the middle of my mid-20s and my 20s. And I kind of wanted just to reflect on 25 things that I've learned over the course of my life at the age of 25. It's crazy how fast time goes. I remember being in high school in like the mid 2010s, 20 teens. I graduated from college now, what, four, I guess it was three years ago, three years ago or two, I guess I graduated in 2020. So I'm not that removed from college, but either way, it's been quite a a lifetime. <laughs> it's been quite a life. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but either way, um, let's get into the 25 things that I've learned at the age of 25. I'm kind of just, I kind of have a list that I'm just going to go through. I don't want this episode to be like too insanely long. Hopefully it brings you value if you're younger, if you're older, if you're older, like reflect on what it was like for you when you were 25. If you're younger, this would be a good, um, this would be a good way for you to kind of learn the perspective of someone who is a bit older and who is like everyone still trying to figure it out. So number one, kindness is the world's ultimate currency. And I really think that in my life, one of the biggest reasons why I've been able to be successful over others or been able to have meaningful relationships is because of kindness. And I really believe that if you are an individual who struggles with being nice to others, the world will just be mean to you in a lot of different ways. So I think kindness is the ultimate currency, like showing kindness, being kind uh, to everyone, to all people is what it's all about. It's why it's number one. Number two is one good friend can save your life. I was reading uh, a tweet that said this not too long ago, and I think it's so true. Um, I have a couple of good friends. I have a lifelong best friend and One of the biggest things that I've taken away from having a lifelong friend um, is that it's just so important to have people around you that uplift you, that encourage you, that uh, make you laugh, that bring like joy and happiness to your life. And that's what like a good friend does. You know what I mean? If you have a good friend, like you're typically not, you know, doing things that are illegal or doing things that are just bad for you, if that, for a lack of better words. And I think that the one good friend that I have has impacted my life so much more than he even knows. And even my partner right now, Lauren, is a great friend. And um, I wouldn't be where I am without the friendships that I have. And some people, it's hard for them to develop those kind of friendships, obviously. But if you're kind to other people, if you're kind to others, then I think that you'll find that people will be kind to you as well and you can really develop a good some good friendships. 3 
it's okay to be lost. I think that when you're young, you have this idea that, you know, by the age of 22 or 23, you'll have it all figured out. Or by the age of 25, you'll have it all figured out. But that is one of the furthest things from the truth. We all have different chapters and periods in our lives when sometimes things are going really well and sometimes things aren't going really well. And when they are going well, you can feel lost. You can feel like there's not much, you know, there for you in the world. It can be really depressing and really sad. Um, but I think every human being goes through those moments and we all react differently in those moments. And how we react to those moments really signifies, you know, how our lives will be moving forward for a lack of better words again. Number four, birds of a feather flock together. This is a saying that I was told by my father a long time ago. Um, and if you don't understand the saying, it essentially means that people who are of like interest, of like mind, tend to hang out together. So, if you find yourself in a friend group or a group of individuals who are just bad people, you know, they do bad things, they hurt others, um, they act a certain way, and you hang out with them, then what's going to happen is is you'll end up being just like them. And it's, it's a message and a metaphor for spend time with people who are good at heart. Spend time with people who are trying to do the right thing or trying to you know, build wealth or trying to have memorable experiences or who are kind, who are good people, and you'll end up being a good person as well. It's just something very simple. And I always like the wordage. Like, it's a very beautiful saying, in my opinion. Birds of a feather flock together. It rhymes. It's kind of cool. Number five, this is one that's very personal to me. I wrote down, pizza is delicious. Now, over the course of my life, I've had to, I've had the opportunity to uh, eat lots of different types of cuisine, and I just have a special place in my heart for pizza, and it's, you know, the New York style, the Chicago style, Detroit style, you know, animal style, whatever kind of pizza it is, typically I enjoy it as long as it's made with, you know, care, and oh yeah, I can't forget, like, the Italian, like, I think it's called, what, like Neapolitan or something? No, that's something else. Obviously, I still have a lot to learn with pizza, but I love pizza. Number six, kind of in tandem with pizza, Indian food is delicious. I have been on this kick when it comes to Indian food, and I wonder if I look you know, back on this in five years, if I'm still in, enamored by these two items of food. But I've been just enjoying Indian food so much. Navratan korma, the curries, butter chicken, rice, naan bread, um, garlic naan, cheesy naan, um, all the, that's kind of what I order. And I just, I'm obsessed. It's delicious. Number seven, traveling is one of the greatest ways to learn about the world. When I was young, I had the privilege to travel the United States, not like extensively. I've been to like 10 states, which um, is a lot for some and not a lot for others. Uh, it's all about perspective, but, um, a lot of times for basketball, like when I play basketball, we would travel, we would go to different tournaments and then I had family in other States, Chicago and Louisiana. So I traveled to those States often. And it was always really interesting to like, see the different culture of, of, uh, Illinois compared to Colorado and of a Louisiana compared to Colorado. But one of the biggest kind of 
shifts in my thought process about the world was when I actually left the U.S. and traveled outside the U.S. I went to France. Recently, I went to the Netherlands. And even more recently, I've been to Canada, as you guys saw on the last or not saw, but listened to on the last episode. And so traveling is just a fantastic, the best way to understand culture, to understand um, history, to understand people um, of a different sect of the world. And I feel very privileged to be able to travel. And if you have the desire to travel, I think that that's beautiful. I feel like everyone should at least explore, you know, that um, ability to travel if if you can. And uh, it's just something that I've learned so much about so many different things about myself from traveling. Number eight, I wrote down most people want the same thing. And I think in a world that seems to be more divided than ever, for me, like, I don't ever talk about politics. I don't ever talk about controversial topics. Um, I talk about fashion, art, and culture. And even within fashion, art, and culture, there are people who have polarizing ideas and different thought processes. Most people in fashion and politics in the world want the same thing. And this is my opinion, but I think most people want to live fulfilled lives. They want to be happy. They want their family to be safe. And they want to do things that are enjoyable to them. It's as simple as that. Like majority of people just want to do that. They don't want to hurt others. They don't want to, you know, harm others. Um, and it's just something that I've reflected on at the age of 25. And I think it's true. Most people want the same thing to be happy, to be fulfilled. And yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> Number nine, never lose the childlike interest you once had. I think this is so important. Like, there was a period in time when I was growing up, you know, when you're zero to 10 years old, you or zero to like 11 years old, you have all this like innocence and you're a kid and you, you love what you love, not because of it, it's cool or because it's, you know, perceived as what's hot now. You love it because you're a kid. Like I love Spider-Man. I loved trains. Um, I loved pizza, you know, I loved, I loved a lot of things. I love my family. I love walking. I love dog, you know, all the things that you love as a kid, you love the grass, you love the summer, you love ice cream. And as you get older, you kind of start to repress a lot of those interests from the ages of about 12 to, I would say 18 or 19. And it's kind of sad because you, every kid has this transition period, especially when you're in middle school, high school, there are sometimes there's bullies, sometimes there's people who are just harsh. Um, but as an adult, I think I'm more in tune, you know, at the age of 25 with my 10 year old self than I was when I was 16. And I was closer to being 10 at 16. So it's important to, you know, keep those childlike interests in your heart because I think they'll guide you to living that more fulfilled life if you understand what you truly love and what you like. Number 10. Dreams are powerful motivators. I wrote this down because when I was a kid, um, like around the ages of 12, 13, I started to, you know, develop this dream of wanting to be a professional basketball player. And the amount of work I put into this dream was um, enormous. Uh, there's so many hours, so many shots, so, so much practice that I put into the game of basketball that people will just never understand. They, they will never get. And I myself, 
you know, didn't even make it. I, I never made it. And so, but one of the things I learned from my experience of chasing being a professional athlete was that you have to put forth so much effort just to get an inch, just to move an inch further forward. And that level of work ethic and sacrifice will stay with me for forever. And I carry that into content creation and storytelling and podcasting and all the things I do right now. So 11, health is wealth. Maybe this could have been higher. There's no really ranking to this. I think these are all important things. But if you're not healthy, then your life is not going to be as good as if you were healthy. And health is such an important thing, more important than anything else, right, really, because you can't travel, you can't experience your life if you're not healthy. If you're sick, if you're in bed, you can't. And if you're listening to this right now and you are sick, I mean, there could be a possibility. Hopefully, it's not. But if you are sick or unhealthy, I wish you well. I want you to get better. And hopefully, this podcast inspires you or motivates you to continue to fight for your health. 12, family is the most important. And this is like another personal one. Sometimes people's families aren't the best. I understand that. Um, But for my family, I recognize that while no one's family is perfect, including mine, um, I have every, I owe everything to my family, right? Like my name, my life, my identity, the things I ate when I was a kid, the sports I did, the devotion to just school and help with homework and toys and just everything like your family your parents your grandmother your aunts your uncles your cousins they mean a lot and they should mean a lot as long as you know they treat you right and um i think that they're you know most important number 13 be grateful more than you complain something that i think about often is how undervalued gratitude is there are a lot of things to complain about. There, are, there will always be a lot of things to complain about. But on the flip side, there will also always be a lot of things to be grateful for, whether it be having food or water, basic necessities, whether it be the fact that you love a particular TV show or a particular character or a particular color. It can be as simple as that or as big as you know being able to travel. Gratitude is just one of the quickest ways to Once again, be more fulfilled, be happier, and to appreciate what you have. It's just everyone understands that. Gratitude is important, but in practice, people get caught up in a lot of other things. Number 14, on the other side of discipline is success. This kind of goes hand in hand with dreams being a great motivator. One of the things that I learned when I was training to be a better basketball player was that the times I got better, the times I improved the most were when I was committed with the utmost level of discipline, whether that means brushing my teeth at 9 p.m., getting in bed at 9.30, not going on my phone, waking up the next day, training in the morning, uh, eating right, doing the things, doing my homework, getting my homework done, asking the teacher for help, training again, brushing my teeth at 9.30, getting up, and you kind of get the point, right? Like if I maintain a level of discipline, my skill sets improve dramatically, and that's just like a fundamental law of improvement. Ooh, I like that. Fundamental law of improvement. I like that. Fundamental law of improvement. In order for you to improve, a lot of times, unless you're just a very talented individual, which some people are, for me, like discipline has always been like the number one way for me to improve and accomplish 
the goals that I set for myself, which is what I consider to be success. Number 15, smile more. It increases your face value. <laughs> I had to, you know, throw in a little smile. Whenever I smile, like my best smiles are from laugh. So I try to think of something funny, smile, but it's so true. We all know there was a study that was posted. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to tell you a study, but we all know that smiling when people smile, it makes you smile. It's just another universal kind of language thing that, you know, when people smile, it makes other people around them smile. Smiling is a sign of happiness, a sign of um, kindness. You know what I mean? So smiling increases your face value. You guys know I smile all the time in my videos, if you know my videos. And it's because I want people to feel, you know, the energy of positivity and happiness. And I'm a truly, I'm truly a happy person. So I want to be able to showcase that. And smiling is just like, it's the obvious way. Like you just smile. All right. This is a longer one. 16. You meet a lot of people in your life, but only a small few leave a lasting impression. Now, this is, I think, for younger people to understand this. When you're in high school and when you're in school in general, like you feel like the people around you, they're just, you see them every year, you see them every day, and you're like, man, like, I'm going to know this dude, Jerry, for forever. But you're not. You're really not. Most people, in my experience in high school, they fade off into the realm of irrelevancy for your life personally unless you have a really close friend group or you really connect with someone in high school or college then the majority of people you come across are here today and gone tomorrow and in high school it's hard to understand that because you're so young in college you understand it a bit more and you know unless you work a job where you see your employees every day maybe you'll see them more often but do you really want to see them sometimes? I know people complain about their employees or like their fellow employees, but I think it's true. Most people that you meet are fleeting in terms of like their impression on you. Um, a very small few leave a grand impression. And I think one of the craziest things about creating videos on the internet is that you'll probably only watch my videos for what, uh, a couple weeks, maybe couple months if i'm lucky you'll watch a couple years but at some point i'm probably gonna stop making videos at some point it could be 10 years it could be five years it could be a year three years whatever it might be and i guarantee you whether it's 10 years or five you're not going to be there for every upload but at the same time what's cool is that when you create content i get to be in your ear probably more often than the people who are you know in your life at times like if you listen to this podcast every week and you don't call your mom every week you essentially listen to me talk to you every week more you, you listen to me more than you listen to your own mother i'm your mother i'm just, I'm just kidding <laughs> but it's true like just think about that so 17 everyone has the capacity to be creative I think it's pretty obvious. I think some people think that creativity is a comes from a, a, a fountain of just ethereal knowledge and just pantheonic level of information. No, I think everyone, every human being has the propensity to be creative, to think creatively, have creative solutions. And um, yeah, I don't know. Just something I've learned, I think. 18. This one's kind of spicy, kind of. I think that we live in the greatest time in human history. There are still so many issues, though. But I, th I think that for the most part, um, we live in the greatest time 
of human history. So that means you, me, and everyone listening to this podcast right now is currently living in the greatest time ever. And why is that significant? Because it goes back to being like having gratitude. It goes back to um, wanting to live a fulfilled life. And it's just one of the things that I think about to like reframe the problems that exist in the world. There are a lot. There are there's, there's a war going on in Ukraine. There's wars in Africa. There's there's civil disputes. There's um, political disputes. There's racism and sexism. And there's issues with families. And there's there's so many issues: violence, domestic violence, drug abuse, all these things. And yet, I think it's still the best time to be a human being for tons of other reasons, whether it be the abundance of food, the access to healthcare, the ability to connect with people around the world, the um, heating, air conditioning. <laughs> I mean, just imagine imagine this summer without air conditioning. Imagine this winter without you know, heating systems. And if you're in that, you know, if you're in that um, environment, the thing is, is that you can pull yourself out to have air conditioning and, and have heating. So we live in the greatest time, people. Number 19, anime is goaded. Anime is something that I've kind of just really leaned into more and more as I get older. But I first discovered it when I was a teenager, like a preteen, watching Cartoon Network at night, Toonami. And ever since then, I haven't looked back. And I have shelves of manga. I watch anime all the time. And I think it's lovely. And I love anime. It's, it's really cool. 20, movies are better than TV shows in general. I think this is true. I think movies are just, they are budgeted with more and higher budgets. The story has to be better because it's more compact. With, with TV shows, you can kind of you can kind of lose people because the story just breaks down. It breaks apart because there's so many details that are involved. And I think there are more great movies than TV shows, but I think that the greatest TV shows go head to head, maybe even edge the greatest movies. Maybe, maybe not though. The thing about TV shows is you can be more artistic and I think they just have more cultural impact than TV shows. So number 21, forgiveness is for you, not the other person. And what I mean by this, let me explain because I was talking to Lauren about this one and she was like, who's you? And I'm talking about forgiveness is for the person doing the forgiving. And obviously, if there's something or someone in your life that wronged you and you're looking for their forgiveness, that's another topic. Anytime, I mean, we all make mistakes. We all have things that we've done and said or, you know, made mistakes in our lives. But the moment we can, you know, forgive, actually, I'm getting confused. Sorry. The moment we forgive others for wronging us, that's what I'm trying to say. The, the moment, that's the moment we can move on with our lives. We've all had things happen to us, bullies. Um, tricky situations and the moment we can like have forgiveness towards them is the moment we unchain the shackles of anger resentment and hatred at times for others and can live in more equanimity peace love and happiness so hope that makes sense 22 it's a it's okay to make mistakes as long as you work to learn from them i think this is very, very true. We all make mistakes, um, whether it be like small mistakes, like for example, one of my bookshelves, I put the, I put a couple of the shelves in backwards, like the, the plat, like the framing of it is off. And I hate that I did that, but it's okay. 
Um, I don't make shelves often. <laughs> so, you know, it's okay. I learn from it. I'll, I'll make sure to do better next time. Or, you know, whether it be like, maybe you say something to someone or maybe you're a bit harsh and you don't mean to be. We all make mistakes. Just try to learn from them. 23, nobody is perfect. We all have our flaws. We shouldn't try to embrace who we are. Now, this one comes from a, this one's about like appearance and just like self, self-worth. I think a lot of times, especially with women, um, they judge themselves on appearance as they get older and men too, everyone. As you get older, maybe you lose hair, maybe you lose a little bit of that glow that you had when you're you know, a teenager and you have more scars. It's okay. It's beautiful. I think it's truly beautiful. These are the conversations I have with my family and my girlfriend all the time is that it's okay to you know, have blemishes. It's okay to carry an extra five pounds of weight. Um, you're beautiful. You are. It's important to realize that. Like, Don't be too hard on yourself. 24, buying clothes or anything materialistic won't make you happy, meaning that it won't be the source of your happiness. A lot of people probably look at me and say, Drew must be so happy because he has X, Y, and Z brand or X, Y, and Z items or Nintendo or iPhone or whatever. But I think that we all understand that the things don't make us happy. We make us happy and we have to embrace and be happy for ourselves and and fulfilled for ourselves before we try to have some kind of materialistic thing be the source of our happiness. Number 25, the final one, do what you love, even if it's just a little bit every day. I've said this before, and I truly believe this. Doing what you love unlocks just an unlimited amount of energy towards a project, towards um, the work that you're doing, towards, you know, just your life. And your life is going to be full of work like you have to work that's just the way the world works right now you have to work to live um funny enough uh, this is kind of a sidetrack but sometimes i lauren sent me this reel and this guy was complaining he was like ants live for free bruh like ants don't have to pay taxes ants live for free <laughs> and it was just funny because like human beings we have these systems in place where you know you have you have to work to live and it's your life will be more fulfilled you'll be happier if you do what you love and if you can't do it all at one time if you can't devote everything to it i always say just do a little bit of it every single day because it'll bring you that that joy and um i think that's powerful those are the 25 things that i've learned at the age of 25 if any of those things stood out to you you can send me a dm on the podcast instagram beyond the garment pod and hopefully you enjoyed this week's episode. I'm trying to just be consistent, continue posting regularly for you guys. Um, if you want more interviews, let me know. If you want to do another overrated, underrated, let me know. I think I will do another overrated, underrated. I think I'll ask you guys to send in what you would like to see overrated, underrated. And so, yeah, I'm going to be just continuing doing what I'm doing. 25 years old now, and this journey is just getting started for me. And hopefully you guys are enjoying the podcast episodes and enjoying everything that i do as always i'm spreading peace love and positivity in 2022 so that means i'm spreading peace love and positivity to you wherever you are in the world have a wonderful rest of your day abianto peace